Hello, Saints. So, I wanted to talk about a topic. This is one that uh, I I started reading out of a book recently. On uh, it's called "In His Steps" by uh, Charles M. Sheldon, and um, this is uh, the, the, it's a real popular topic. And you know, I had never actually read the book itself, but this is uh, you know, this is a um, in regards to the guy that. A preacher back in the 1800s, I think it was late 1800s, that, you know, so he, he had wrote out uh, kind of a story of different characters that, you know, it asked the question, what would Jesus do? You know, and probably most people have probably heard that. I've definitely heard that term used, what would Jesus do? Uh, and it was kind of a fad there for a while. It was kind of a popular fad, and, you know, and really probably throughout history, it probably kind of you know, surfaces, and maybe you hear it in sermons and things like that sometimes. So I'd heard that term, you know, and it, it, it sounds interesting and, and stuff, but I had never actually read the book until this book is going through the uh, actual story of different characters where this, you know, church, you know, goes through something, you know, kind of, you know, goes through something kind of traumatic that, you know, begs the question, you know, what would Jesus do? So the preacher uh, ends up challenging his congregation to committing to a whole year of asking themselves the question and every and everything they do in their lives you know from you know, just everyday stuff to in family and, and business you know uh, work or whatever it is um, you know that you know friendships and things like that it's you know in every aspect you know asking what would Jesus do and you know it's it's real uh, it's, it is something that I think you know that, uh, as believers, we need to consider. We need to stop and think. And I was just um, finishing chapter seven. I'm on, and I was reading through that one tonight. And you know, on there, he starts. Uh, the preacher himself was starting to make a list of, of things in his life that he thinks that, you know, that uh, Jesus, you know, would do or or would not do, or whatever, or would do differently, basically, if, if he was living that life. So. But it's uh, it's an interesting concept, and so it made me think too tonight to uh, you know start uh, like you know making a list myself of some things that you know I you know would you know I think you know Christ would do differently in you know in my life as well, and it's already kind of it's you know it's already got quite a few items on it, but you know there's obviously obvious ones as far as you know, overcoming any issues or sins, uh, you know, in your life. There's basically, you know, praying more, fasting more, those kind of things. Uh, re- you know, doing more scriptures, more, you know, memorization, more meditating on scriptures, those kind of things. Uh, you know, uh, more intercessory prayer, those kind of things. But, you know, I ended up, I was going through this, and then I kind of, uh, I was just trying to think, ponder some more. And, you know, one thing came to me was that, you know, Christ, if we looked at him, he came to serve. And so I ended up writing down, you know, serve others tirelessly. You know, just uh, three simple words, but it's simple to write, but much harder to live. And I think, you know, as believers, we have to realize that, you know, if we're to follow Christ and walk as he walked, and even as the apostles, really think about it, you know, they are the, you know, Christ and and the apostles are the epitome of, of uh, serving, 
you know, serving others, you know, even to the point of laying down their lives and stuff for others, you know. So, you know, I think, you know, that, you know, really kind of brings some conviction to me, uh, you know, to realize, like, you know, um, you know, that, you know, could I, you know, do more, you know, how much more can I serve? How much more, you know, can I be uh, a light in this world? You know, how much more can uh, I teach, you know, more? You know, and I don't mean compromising, you know, uh, teaching in terms of, you know, making money or, you know, I don't believe in any of that uh, stuff, but, you know, you know, as we're, you know, as we're given freely, we need, we need to give freely as well as we're given. So, uh, but just in terms of, you know, and it's not a matter of really even quantity, I'd say, um, but, um, you know, uh, quality is better than quantity, uh, but just the fact of being able to get the message out and, you know, and I think, you know, it is, it is a little challenging, I think, in some ways with like, today's, uh, you know, culture, especially here in America and stuff. It's um, quite different when things have moved so much online, and so it's very impersonal. Uh, you know, people are kind of hide behind a screen. Uh, that's, um, you know, so, and I'm not saying that's the avenue. I, I don't know, but I think there's a variety of avenues. Uh, but, you know, that's something I'm, I'm going to pray about some more, too, in my life. You know, how, how can, you know, how can we serve in our capacity, and how can we do more, you know? Uh, and stuff. So that's something that um, you know I'm going to pray about more and, and try to search. And I would in, in, entreat you as well to ponder the question in your life: What would Jesus do in in every capacity, every circumstance? You know, uh, ask yourself: What would Jesus do as you're passing that uh, that poor person on the on the sidewalk? Uh, okay, what what would Jesus do? You know, ask yourself. You know, when you're, when someone's, you know, uh, asking for help, you know, um, you know, what would Jesus do? You know, if someone's, you know, just needing a little bit of help at the time, whether it's, a little, you know, food or money, uh, or maybe it's a friend that's in need, you know, what would Jesus do? So, you know, and I think that's the thing is, you know, that, you know, he, you know, he would, he would serve, basically, he would serve others. You know, even to the point of washing his own disciples' feet, you know, as an example uh, unto them to to be to be a servant in this world. So, but something to ponder, and I think it's something that's you know really blessed me in thinking you know, like this, and and it is a continual process because it's it's easy for the you know, get caught up in the things of the world and with the busyness of life and all that that um, it's easy to forget sometimes. You know, and you also may be faced with, in this world, you'll be faced with ethical dilemmas and, and things that um, can be very tri- trying and can be very tricky um, to know, you know, how it would be handled, how it should be handled. And, you know, the world itself is controlled, you know, really by, the, I mean, especially governments and all that is controlled by the power of the enemy, you know, you know enemy of the air and stuff. So it, um, you know, it can definitely, uh, you know, oppose the, you know, the, the, the way, way of Scripture and the way of the Christ and stuff. So, you know, there can be an opposing force, you know, that we're, that we're battling. It's a spiritual battle, spiritual warfare that has to be done through prayer, fasting, and overcoming and stuff. So, 
Um, but yeah, so I hope that blesses someone, uh, that maybe it's something that you need to hear, and it's something that may help you in your, in your spiritual walk uh, to um, continue on into the narrow path, uh, because there's few that will find it. So to help, uh, help and pray that uh, you uh, will be, uh, you'll be one of the chosen that uh, will we'll find that you'll find and stay on the narrow path, that you will not uh, detour from the left or the right, that you will stay on the narrow path. And I will be praying for you, any listeners. I had started the other day realizing, you know, I haven't really prayed. I'm talking about intercessory prayer, and, you know, I haven't really prayed much for uh, the few listeners that I have, which I don't have a ton, but uh, that's okay. Again, it's not about qu- uh, <laughs> it's not about quantity, it's about quality. Uh, so I am adding the you know, any listeners to this channel. I'm adding to my prayer list. Uh, so um, that's an area that I'm still working on, is uh, doing better with intercessory prayer. Uh, but so again, um, I'm here to serve. And um, as as we get closer to these end times, it's going to be more important for the real you know church to you know sort of stand up. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, it'll most likely be in hiding in a, in a sense, but at the same time, uh, there's, you know, even in, even when in hiding, there's a sense of spiritually standing upright. There's a sense of, you know, some will still have to stand up and preach. Some will have to, you know, talk to those that are, you know, even the ones that are doing persecuting and even pray for those people. And so there's a, still a spiritual sense of standing up. You're standing up for uh, the, standing up for your faith, right? And stuff. So, you know, there's a spiritual standing up that, um, that that will have to be be done in these last days. And um, you know, it it's going to entail serving. It's going to entail, you know, like I said, praying praying for enemies, you know, and stuff. So it uh, it's going to take a strong, you know, spiritual stand and strength um, to get through uh, the last days and the trials that are coming and stuff. So definitely. Um, you know, pray up and, and, and be in the Word and, and continue to uh, fight the good fight and, you know, to continue to follow Christ. It's a, it's a continual endeavor, I'll tell you. There's no, there's no stopping to it. There's, you have to continue and stuff. So just, you know, continue in the fight. And uh, there's a, um, another scripture that I was kind of working on I haven't memorized it yet, but on my memorization stuff, but I'm uh, kind of working on it. Um, I think I mentioned Psalm 34 last time. But in uh, Philippians uh, chapter 1, verse 6, you know, I, For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. And um, that word perfect, that that's translated perfect in this translation was you know, I looked that up too in the Greek, and uh, uh, some uh, some translations will say being made complete, or it's a, it's a sense of completion. Okay, being you know being made to completion uh, and stuff. So, um, you know, that's kind of you know that was kind of an encouraging statement uh, to to read uh, when you know you, you you feel oftentimes you know as I've said we we feel so far from. You know purity and righteousness and stuff that um, you know it's it, it can be difficult uh, at times and 
you know, I, you know, I think sometimes the enemy can try to use that against us and attack us and try to try to uh, you know hurt our faith. Um, and then, but we need these kind of promises in Scripture that, you know, hey, continue on. You need some encouragement. So, you know, read, you know, Philippians 1, 6 is a good one to, you know, okay, that, you know, that even the apostles were confident that, you know, that, you know, God was going to continue the work, okay, um, in the people. So as long as they, you know, there was things they still had to do, I mean, they still had to, uh, you know, the ones that deterred from the faith and, and wandered after, you know, riches and fame or, um, you know, or God is their belly or, you know, those kind of things, you know, wandered after idols or any, you know, false, uh, you know, false gospels and things like that. I mean, there was, there was also those too, you know, um, but if we continue in the faith and continue to, uh, strengthen our spiritual muscles, you know, and put on the full armor of God, then, you know, then God will continue his work in our lives and continue. And that's what, you know, the fruits of it should be that, that we, you know, increasingly we will serve others. Okay. That should be the fruit. Ultimately, that's the fruit is to serve. You know, the more we draw closer to Christ, we become more like Christ, who was the ultimate servant. So I hope this blesses you. Uh, so continue to stay strong in the faith and work on uh, continually work on your reading uh, you know, the scriptures and memorization and all these things but in particular you might write down some things that you know if you know what would Jesus do start making a list you know that's I think it's it's very wise and pray over it you know pray over that and you can kind of keep tweaking the list and start let's start asking you know in in that what would Jesus do and we, I think we need to start asking you know how can I serve more you know, where can I serve more? Who can I serve more? I think if we ask these things, and we and keep in mind that we're doing this, obviously we're doing this, you know, in Christ, okay? So we're doing this, you know, through, you know, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, the idea is that, you know, we're doing it to, you know, that gives us opportunity as well to, to preach the gospel, you know, in serving, okay? It's not just a, you know, uh, an atheist, you know, doing it, running around doing, um, you know, um, you know, blessing people or helping people in some way. And then they, you know, um, you know, uh, like humanitarian acts and stuff like that. It's not just a workspace thing. You know, you're not saved through those things, but uh, you're saved through faith, right? You know, but, uh, but, you know, again, you know, this is as we draw closer to Christ, um, you know, Christ will um, indwell us more uh, as we give up every as different aspects of our existence of this life. As we die to self, okay, then Christ will rise more in us, and so we have to be willing to let go of different areas of our life to give in to the to the Spirit and let the Spirit lead. Okay, you know, increasingly let the Spirit lead. Okay, um, and those that do. Um, continue on that path will you know fully confident that they will be resurrected on the last day and stuff so um, praise be to God that we have a savior and that we um, you know can can be saved uh, from this you know uh, sinful state and sinful world and uh, corrupt world that we're that we're in today so we await the true kingdom uh, that's uh, the real kingdom to come and I you know there's no faith put in current nations or states or governments or, 
or anything. There's one kingdom that my residency is in, and uh, that's and there's no set political party or anything that I'm going to hang my hat on in this world. Um, it's you know all in Christ that we have a true governance and true uh, governance and righteousness. Okay. So I'll leave it there. Uh, but be blessed in Messiah, and I'll talk to you soon.